Hello and happy Monday. Love a good Monday and love that you are checking in on this podcast today. I hope this conversation sets you up for success this week. And it's something I hope we will continue to expand upon. Probably naturally we will just because this is something, this topic is something that I find coming up at least every single week, if not multiple times a week with the women that I call friends, the women that I work, you know, kind of hand in hand with. Mental health as a work from home mom, as an entrepreneur, or someone who is just really ambitious in their career. I love that we're having more of these conversations and taking care of ourselves as we build a family, and build a business or career is is not always easy. And I am definitely of the mindset that you can do both, but being ambitious in this season of life when you're building a family as well, or you're working from home, it requires some strategy. It requires a ton of perseverance. And I do have some strategies today that I want to share with you because as a work from home mom for Uh, 12 years now and as someone who has coached women over the years and really I feel so blessed at her collab co I get to really link arms with everyday women building careers and building businesses and I know what's going on and I know what we're all struggling with and what I struggle with um, or the challenges I'm coming up against I need you to know that it's very quote-unquote normal And I want to validate maybe how you're feeling and give you some strategies to move forward and really make sure that you are always tending to your mental, emotional, and spiritual well-being. And I'm just really excited to have this conversation with you today as you take on a new week. Welcome to the Thrive With Me podcast, a place for you to realign, reset, and pour into your growth and expansion. Are you ready to become a more present and happy mama and wife as you chase those dreams on your heart? Are you tired of feeling that overwhelm and burnout as you take care of your family, the home, and all the schedules? Does your health seem to go to the bottom of your priority list? Could you use an amazing community to challenge you and cheer you on as you build your legacy and impact? Well, my friend, you are in the right place. I'm your host, Natasha Bell, and this podcast is for the modern, ambitious woman ready to rise in health, community, and faith in her calling while having a lot of fun. I'm a small town girl, wife, mom of three, and multi-passionate entrepreneur that's on a mission to help you thrive in health, the community you surround yourself with, and to cheer you on as you step forward in confidence and align with your unique calling. All right, friend, let's get ready to thrive together. Well, I hope that your Monday is going fabulous and there is so much power and clarity that comes for the rest of your week when you really structure your Mondays really well. And I don't know what that means for you, but one of the things I'm always focusing on a Monday is doing the big like needle movers, you know, eat the frog, so to speak, do the things that maybe would make it to the bottom of your to-do list um, over and over and over again when you keep carrying it over to a new list or (laughs) moving it on your digital calendar. 
Go after those things. There's something so beautiful about setting some momentum for your week ahead. And I hope that that little tip will just, you know, it's not that you don't know it, but sometimes it's just putting it into action. So I would say as you look at your week and you look at today, if there's something you've been putting off, if you know there's something that you need to do in order to move yourself forward, move your business forward, do that. Okay, you could even pause this right now and come back. I just really want you to make motions and movements moving forward. And today's talk is really, I'm hoping going to set you up for success this week with your mindset. And you know that I'm very passionate about how our health truly affects the health of our business or your profession or the work that you're doing and how you show up in your life in all areas. Like it's not just isolated to work, but specifically today, I'm going to be speaking to you who, you know, you're building a family, you're building a business or a career all at the same time. And it is not for the faint of heart. Like this is serious business. And so something that constantly is coming up, I mean, I'm seeing, you know, Obviously, we're having a lot more conversations about mental well-being in general, which is so beautiful and so important to know that you never need to do this alone. (laughs) Like, please know that if you need community, you need somebody to talk to. Just it can be so isolating when you are an entrepreneur or you work from home. And maybe a lot of you have found yourself even in a hybrid model um, after the last few years. Maybe you work in, you know, in an office and at home sometimes, but it does come with its challenges. And so today my hope is that we can really kind of call it out. And I, you know, really believe you can build both a family, a business, a career, you know, that impact that's on your heart that I know that you're going after and you're creating. I see you. And I love that I get to share my days with women that are doing the exact same thing. But I really want to talk today about why it is essential to have some strategies behind you to tend to your mental well-being when you work from home because it's different than i'm not saying it's easier or harder or anything like that but it's just different when you are a solopreneur you don't have a team you're working with and everything's on your shoulders I mean, the reality as women is that we also have responsibilities and roles at home and those never go away. And this looks different in every household. And again, nothing is good, bad at all. It just is what it is. And I have certainly had my fair share of complete and utter overwhelm and like breakdowns and burnout over the years that I want to save you from doing, okay? I hope you can hear me uh, when I'm saying this because I have also experienced that That's part of the growth. I mean, I even had all of these tools at my fingertips and this knowledge, you know, as a holistic health coach, um, I know a lot of these things, but when we're in the midst, in the messy middle of all of it, it can be hard to balance it all. So I hope that today this just maybe switches your mindset just a little bit and just ensures that you are taking care of yourself that you bring a little strategy and mindfulness into how you tend to your mental health. Um, There's a lot of brilliant ways that we can do this. And so I'm just going to kind of run through a list of some things that really, when I sat down to think about like, what would I go back and what would I tell my younger self? You know, if I could go back 
to, you know, the person I was, the young mom I was after I'd had my first child and trying to balance all this stuff, what would I tell her? So the first thing that really came to mind is like just acknowledging that sometimes it's very isolating. I mean, when you work from home, if your partner works from home or they go to work, um, it can feel like you are on an island. And I think that it's it's okay. Like it's okay to be on your own island. Like that's okay. But I think the next biggest piece that I always found myself really desiring was community and connection and conversations. You know, like it's great when you can create and sit in, you know, have the flexibility to sit at home and work on your computer and create whatever it is that you're doing. But you can't always stay in a state of isolation. I think as humans, we're not meant to do that. And so finding community, finding a buddy or somebody that you meet up with, that you can talk business to, that you can have honest conversations and feel safe that you can have this vulnerability is really, really important. For me, when I was getting started and you know, I didn't really know anybody in the space of entrepreneurship. Do you know what I did? I would just go to coffee shops. (laughs) Like I would get out of my home office once in a while and I would just go work from a coffee shop. And it's amazing the people that I met there just sitting at coffee shops around our town. And I, you know, some of them are still some of my best friends and favorite like entrepreneurs and people that I really um, am so grateful for, you know? And so getting yourself out finding events. I mean, if you're listening to this and you live close to where we live, I sure hope you're going to come and check out what we're doing at Her Collab Co. because this mission to connect women is directly correlated to the beginning of my journey as an entrepreneurship. I know what it feels like to feel isolated. I know what it, it feels like to not know how to find community. And sometimes you know, I definitely found myself in rooms and situations that they maybe didn't feel like my people necessarily, which is fine. We're not going to be for everyone and they're not going to be for us all of the time. But that is exactly what that space is for. A safe space to get out and connect, work from home when it works, have a collaborative shared office space when it works. Having amazing events was very important to me because even just upgrading your skill set as an entrepreneur because when you're taking on something like that if you're starting out and honestly you guys nobody really ever knows what they're doing like we're all constantly learning I found it hard and overwhelming sometimes too to know like where do I need to invest into my personal and professional development like is it building a website is it learning more things about social media is it mindset training like what is it you know so even maybe it's an event in your local area if you can't come hang out with us, Um, but just find community. And maybe that's a missing link for you to really be like, I'm feeling not as happy as I would like to be in this season as I build this. That might be one area. Maybe you really are just living a little bit too much in isolation and you need some community. So if you need ideas, you can always reach out to me and depending on where you live, maybe I can make a recommendation or connect you to somebody or give you some ideas. But I think so many of us when we're starting on this journey of entrepreneurship and honestly, even along the way, like it doesn't always matter how long, there may be a piece of the puzzle that's kind of missing for you or this ultimate, you know, happiness and joy within the lifestyle that you are choosing as an entrepreneur. And 
so much of that (laughs) for me personally has come from community and making sure I'm connected because there is something so beautiful about normalizing and validating the way that you feel, being able to talk through some things, but finding a community that feels safe for you to be vulnerable. Because again, I mean, I I'm grateful if you listen to the past two episodes, episode 59 and 60 with my husband, like I can have these conversations with him. I'd say like 90% of the conversations I feel like I could openly have with my husband, but even with the best of his intentions, sometimes like he doesn't know what it is like to do that. And his you know, opinions and perspectives are usually very helpful for me. Um, It's a nice little reality check or a different way of looking at a situation or thinking about it. Um, He's very practical, but there is something about being able to mastermind or brainstorm or just bounce ideas off of each other or feeling really safe and good about, um, you know, Uh, referring or hiring or exchanging services with somebody to kind of get ahead um, depending on what stage you're at. So there is just something so beautiful about that. You know how passionate I am about community, but I just, I witness this every single week. And that's usually what most of our members are saying. It's good for their mental health, like finding a community of like-minded, ambitious women, building families and building careers is so good. It's like the ultimate form of self-care. And it's, again, I've heard, they've said to me, it's the community I didn't even know I needed. And I think so many of us say that. And then when you find it, you're like, how did I do it without it? So isolation and community, I just think is so important. Another point um, that I think is really worth talking about is that we need to manage our expectations. That's a big one because I think a lot of our additional stress or the stressors or the anger or whatever emotion this might like, you know, kind of fuel up in your belly that you're feeling. It's because we have unrealistic expectations of how much time we have to pour into a task or a project or we're setting. It's great to set big lofty goals. It is great to have a strong mindset and, you know, really believe that things are happening, but there is, there needs to be a level of realistic expectations because I know too, those times that felt I was so overwhelmed and then get to a place of like burnout. It's usually the pressure that I'm putting on myself. It's not coming from other people necessarily. Generally, Our pressure as an entrepreneur is obviously like generating revenue, making sure you can pay all your bills and then pay yourself. And and there's no one else keeping you accountable. Like if you're a solopreneur, it's up to you. But the times that that happened, I was being very unrealistic with maybe how much time I had in a day, depending on the ages of your kids. I mean, when I look back at even some of the things that I cranked out and just like, didn't sleep, was staying up too late, getting up so early, like not allowing my body to rest and tend to my well-being, it's never going to end well. Let me save you that pain, okay? So sometimes it's managing our expectations of where our time, energy, and focus is going, the things that we say yes to, and just setting boundaries within that. I think another big part of this is your ability to stay focused and prioritize what is most important. So at the beginning of this episode, like little hot tip coming in hot um, was basically focusing on the needle movers in your business on a Monday. 
Like that is a beautiful way to generate momentum early in the week by prioritizing the bigger things. You know, it's usually the tasks that we put to the bottom of the list because we think it's going to take longer than it needs to. It's kind of pushing us out of our comfort zone in some way. So you just keep not doing it and procrastinating. I know you know what I'm talking about. So it's managing our expectations, but it's also when you get the time to work, depending on how old your kids are, like maybe you're doing the nap time hustle like I used to. Maybe you do need to work in the evenings as well too and ask your partner to maybe help out with bedtime or you know, just kind of man the ship and allow you to do that. Your ability to really stay focused and efficient in those time blocks whenever you can pour into what you're building is essential because it is way too easy to get so distracted, pulled in a million different directions, feel like you're just constantly responding and reacting to things coming at you, you know, text messages, emails, DMs, like all of the things that can really, really get um, get in the way of us moving on the things that are really important. Um, and I think just as you carry on in your journey, you get better at flexing that intuitive muscle and that knowing of what are the needle movers? What are the things that are getting you the best results? Um, so that's like (laughs) a podcast for another day, probably, but I think your ability to stay focused and prioritize is really, really important. I just want you to really manage your expectations depending on what season you're in right now. If I could go back and tell my younger self to just truly trust in the process and the timing of things, gosh, I don't even, it really would have shifted my life probably. But I feel like I also had to learn these lessons to be able to share it with you and share with the women that I get to do life with and do business with now. Um, so it's it's having realistic expectations in the seasons that you're in and trusting that like you can't move on all the ideas and all the things all at one time. You're not meant to. There's this refinement that comes in and this leveling up of your skills. You know, it's like entrepreneurship. There's no blueprint. There's no blueprint of how you do things. And so much of it is self-discovery and doing the next right thing. Yes, having a vision and being able to cast that and have an idea of where you're going. But I think so much of that as work from home moms in the season that I think that you're in right now with younger kids, you need to manage your expectations because you're putting more pressure on yourself than there needs to be. And most likely it's not from outside forces outside of yourself, right? So there are seasons for all things. The other thing that I think is really important for our mental health is consistency, you know, acknowledging and being really okay with maybe your workday isn't eight hours long, you know, where you really get to sit down and do the work, which I'm not convinced that's the most productive workday at all. I actually think there's a lot of um, statistics that actually go to show that that's not necessarily the most product, the productive way to do it. Um, But just knowing that if you are really committed to your vision, and you stay consistent, even when you don't feel like it, because you are not going to feel like doing it all the time, especially with everything that motherhood throws at you and your career and, and, and like all the other things, like you aren't always going to want to do it. But staying consistent is way better than like push, 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 go, 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 hustle, 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 and then nothing, you know? 
and then push, 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 and then nothing. I would rather you, if you can get an hour, two hours, whatever, however that fits into your season of life. But that was me for a long time when we were moving around and my husband was working and I was with the kids. You know, I didn't have four hours in a day to like work. It was maybe three 30 minute chunks, whatever that kind of looked like. Or my kid was up at night. Like our son didn't sleep for the first, I swear, 15 months of his life. So like, I don't even know how I did those things, but I still, I, I would prioritize still showing up. And it's that consistency that most people aren't great at a lot of people. And, and it's not the sexy part of entrepreneurship or building something when you are starting it from the ground up. So consistency matters. And I think especially as a work from home mom or someone, if you're in the seasons of families and kids and still building something, don't compare yourself. Stop it. Stop comparing yourself to where other people are at because they're not where you're at. And like I said, there's seasons for all things. So Sometimes you just really have to be eyes down, you know, like looking at your own page and maybe you don't look up for a bit or you start unfollowing some people or whatever. Like if it's making you feel bad about yourself, then it's not worth that. And that's not worth it for your mental health. And then lastly, one of the last things that I just, I've known this, I've mostly been, you know, in a great position with this, but I see this every single week. As entrepreneurs, as moms, we do a pretty terrible job. I don't like to generalize, but like we aren't the best at prioritizing, prioritizing, sorry, that came out weird, um, our health and the health of your body is the health of your mind as well. It's so connected. And so having routines, dedicating time to taking care of yourself by nourishing your body, by doing things that are great, like meditation or breath work, movement, you know, that is, that's business wellness. That is like finding a level of mastery within your own body and for your health. And there's so many benefits to that, obviously, but that's good for business. And, you know, I think just with our culture of health and wellness in general, it can be so polarizing. It can be all or nothing. It's like, take this quick fix, do this thing. And that's not the way you're going to be there. But if you look at some of the top performers that in the world, in multiple industries, like I love understanding like what their daily routines are because they understand in a role of leadership um, or, you know, whether they're leading a company or leading a movement or starting something like they understand that their health matters. It's their stamina. It's their creativity. It's their ability to uh, put in the work, you know? And, and so I think sometimes we look at it like, oh, it's a number on a scale or my body after baby or getting ready for baby or whatever. It's not the visual. Like it's not about this outward appearance. It literally is like an inside out well-being that when you nourish your body, when you take care of your body, it will give you so much. Your mental health will be better because again, that nourishment, and there's so many ways that you can even like kind of hack some of that stuff. Um, I've been playing around with that the last year or so too, you know, finding ways to kind of optimize focus and clarity, 
um, and even gut health because it is just so important and deeply connected to our mood. So I think it's this, you know, just understanding that in a world that can be very confusing when it comes to health and well-being, if you root into the simple things, get outside, you know, move your body, be mindful of some of the routines and practices that you have, nourish your body, drink water, you know, take your supplements and all the things that are really going to help you build up resiliency, your mental health as a result will be so much better. And I know that you're going to feel better and be able to handle everything that's thrown at you. So my hope in having, you know, this conversation with you today is just really a gentle nudge and just reminder that you don't need to build this alone. If you're feeling isolated, there's ways to find people. Um, There are ways to manage your expectations so you don't put additional stress and pressure on yourself that's maybe not needed. And just trusting this process of, of what this looks like for you as you stay committed to the mission and the impact that I know you're really committing to and understanding like there's no blueprint. It feels crazy at times and that's normal. And there's ways to work around that and build resiliency in your body and your mind. And I don't know, there's just strategy. So I just, I hope that if this is something that you've struggled with in the past, if you found yourself in kind of a state of burnout, like it doesn't need to be that way. And maybe there's just one of these things that you take with you this week and really put it into action and really commit to that because I have a feeling, you know, there's always ways that we can improve and get better every single day. And it doesn't have to be hard. It doesn't have to take a lot of time, energy, money, but it does take your awareness, your intention, and your follow through on actually doing that. And I honestly, watching women thrive and find a new level of happiness or health to see how that ripples out into so many other areas far beyond even just our professions because what you do is not who you are. It can be such a beautiful extension of who we are and I think it's such a brilliant opportunity if you can find a career, a profession, a business that is like lights your soul on fire. Like there's nothing better to me. I think that's the thing you know, the sick part of being an entrepreneur that keeps you coming back again and again and wanting to create more and serve and help others. But you cannot lose yourself in the process. You cannot, it's not worth it, the burnout. Um, there, There is a way to do it with more flow and ease versus the hustle culture and, you know, ruining yourself or your relationships in the process. Like that's not why you're building this. That's not why you started. So mental health, strategies as a work from home mom. There are lots. I'm sure I'm missing a million of them. But when I sat down, um, these were a few things that I would definitely go back and tell my younger self of some ways to build up that resiliency and to really enjoy the journey, you know, have fun in the process of it and not take it so seriously. So I hope this lands. I hope you have a beautiful rest of your week. I'll catch you back here on Thursday, Uh, but happy Monday and uh, thanks for being here. Thanks for listening, friend. If this podcast inspired you or helped you in some way today, I would love for you to take a screenshot of this episode, share the love with a friend or fellow entrepreneur, and tag me on Instagram, natashabell.co. I'd love to know what landed for you, what you're taking action on, or what you want more of. My hope is that you can grab a hold of what landed for you from today's episode and release the rest. 
And hey, would you mind taking 30 seconds to leave a quick review on Apple Podcasts? Have a beautiful day, my friend, and I cannot wait to chat with you again soon as we create a community centered on well-being, raising each other up, and stepping forward in confidence in our purpose.